Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. A breaking news edition of the podcast, though. Billy Embody, Shea Dixon, along with me for this one. 2023 linebacker Christian Brathwaite commits to LSU, flips from Baylor on Wednesday morning. Shea, uh, we got to be honest with our listeners. We kind of knew this one was coming when we talked about it a little bit on Tuesday. Um, I had caught up with Christian before we had recorded. He'd given us his thoughts on LSU and that he was going to flip. It was just a matter of when. Um, He told me anywhere from Tuesday to Thursday. And sure enough, Wednesday morning, he woke up and fired off that commitment tweet. Uh, The the 2023 Cy Ranch linebacker uh, adds to LSU's 2023 class, which is ranked fourth in the country by on three, six, one, 205 pounder, um, sits as the number 38 overall linebacker in the country. And to kind of let people know, this is one that I think going into his visit for LSU Ole Miss, we had him on the radar without a doubt as somebody like we've got to catch up with. He's a Baylor commit, potential flip in the works. We didn't know that he had an offer. Um, and he told us that after the fact, yeah, I've had my offer uh, out of respect for Baylor. I didn't post it. Um, but once he was around LSU, saw Madhouse's defense, um, he loved it. And he informed the Baylor staff that he was indeed going to flip and then fired off that commitment uh, on Wednesday. Shay, this is one that, you know, in terms of the positional need, LSU needed another linebacker in this class to go with Whit Weeks. Uh, LSU had done their research. Mike Ferrara, uh, the player personnel assistant that, that kind of works a lot with Madhouse on linebackers, had recruited him when he was at AM. and uh, They found a really good fit here in Christian Brathwaite. Yeah, and you can brag on yourself a little more, Billy. Here's what actually happened. Billy calls me and says, hey, we're, you know, he's catching up with recruits after the game. And as you said, he did not have an LSU offer listed anywhere. So we just thought, Hey, he's a guy, they're bringing him in, they're prioritizing him like he could be on offer watch. And Billy says, hey, the kid told me that he's flipping to LSU. And I responded, does he even have an offer? Which to Billy said, evidently he's had one for like a month and a half now. He just didn't say anything. And almost as we dug deeper, it was out of respect for Baylor, the process of, hey, I'm committed there. I wasn't dangling my offers out on social media. I just talked to both staffs about it. Um, so Billy with, uh, just a routine check-in ended up coming away with, uh, yeah, I'm actually committing and yeah, y'all can put it out once I do and get ready for it and, and all of that. But for LSU, it sounds like it's been about a little over a month in the works, the, you know, just from talking to sources it's, and we talked about this a lot, Billy, senior year evals, you know, would happen. And they usually want to wait till after a few games, they get, you know, watch three, four games and then start going after guys. And um, I was told that they had about 20, 25 guys on the linebacker list from the off season that they wanted to watch and uh, breath weight after or breath weight after he started his senior year um, about a month in. So three or four games in uh, they had seen the full games. He shot way up the wish list. Uh, they end up reaching out and talking to him a lot more. Matt house felt like he was a really good fit. Um, Billy, you talked about that on the site already kind of just uh a well-rounded kid in a lot of aspects um, and handled things the right way with the Baylor LSU kind of flip and, and didn't make a big scene out of it. So um, house and them kind of liked him on and off the field and worked him and brought him in for Ole Miss. And clearly he got, even on an unofficial got shown the red carpet a bit to where 
uh, hung out with the staff, hung out with the commitment, some top targets. And then, uh, as you said, told you he was going to get it done this week, went ahead and did it uh, early Wednesday morning. It was bright. We're not used to the 8 a.m. commitments, um, but got it in. And yeah, we can talk about that. A position of need because Billy, everyone's been asking us what's going to happen at linebacker. They only have one commitment. They only have one commitment. This is that true middle backer um, that they've kind of been looking for. And, you know, when I've asked around uh, the kind of reason or not the reasoning, the description back would be if you're looking at the current LSU team, kind of a more athletic Greg Penn. So someone who's going to be your middle backer, play against the run a lot, is a thumper. Um, and you mentioned being 205 in the offseason. He weighed in at 225 at multiple camps. Um, and they said just playing as a senior and obviously being out there conditioning a lot. The kid's the type that can shed 15, 20 pounds, then put it right back on. So I wouldn't be surprised in college if he's playing around 220. Yeah, you mentioned that. And on top of that, the, the measurables are, re are really good here. And he's got a long frame, uh, almost an 80-inch wingspan, which for a linebacker is terrific. You know, in the SEC, you need guys with length uh, because you've got a lot of speed out there. And every inch, so to speak, kind of matters, wh whether it's making a play on a ball or get – getting an arm around a guy. Um, Christian Brathwaite, you know, when you watch him on tape, reads and diagnoses really well. He sifts through kind of uh, the mess that's in the middle of a defense. Um, that's what stood out to me on some of the tape that uh, I've watched of him. I'm going to go down to Houston next Friday and check him out um, as he closes out his regular season, get some fresh eyes on him and, and talk with him more. But, you know, from a uh, character point of view, this is the type of prospect that Brian Kelly and his staff really like. Um, we talked about how he did it the right way. I mean, when you're going to flip, um, whether you've had an offer and you publicized it and it's kind of been trending that way, or if you handled it like Christian did, I'm just going to kind of keep, you know, whatever other schools were on me quiet. And, you know, I don't know however many visits he, he took, but LSU was one. Uh, and you mentioned it in your, in your notes as well, that he had had circled for a while. That was a school he really wanted to check out after they had been recruiting him. Um, it's a fit gets LSU back into the Houston area a little bit more. Um, I know in the 2024 class, they're doing a good job of that with Maurice Williams, the four-star safety committed already. But uh, this is a good pickup for LSU, position a need. And it's another position now where they can kind of swing for the fences with some of, you know, maybe multiple uh, big linebackers still out there. But the one that we know um, that they're still going after, Arian Carter, who, you know, the Memphis commit out of Tennessee – four-star on on three has blown up over the uh, course of his senior year with those evals coming out. LSU is going to try to get him on campus and, and, you know, try to wow him as well. They've got to unseat probably Alabama as the leader, but a lot of schools are working to uh, get him on board and, and, you know, get him in town for a visit because he's also one that really looks the part and again, would fill a position of need. Yeah, he blew up with offers as a senior. Um, I don't know how great their shot is there. I would bet that they're in the top few teams. No one thinks he's going to stick with Memphis, but I do think Bama's the leader. Bama's got him on campus for the Iron Bowl right now. As noted, LSU's going to get an official visit, that UAB game. But uh, that's why I think the Braithwaite commitment's big, because you, you weren't looking at Arian Carter's recruitment, for instance, and thinking, oh, LSU's in the lead. He's never even been to campus. So... Um, I, I like that they found a guy that they felt was, a, you know, fit that Mike linebacker role for him, that House liked a good bit. Uh, they get the evals in and, and go ahead and get it done without a whole lot of fanfare to it. I mean, essentially, as far as the public's concerned, LSU just swooped right in and flipped him overnight. Obviously, it didn't happen that way, but 
Um, that's kind of the public perception of how kind of quickly this one shifted behind the scenes. Um, now, two linebackers, we've said it, Billy, that Micah Baskerville's, you know, time at LSU is likely done after this year. I, I can't even keep track with guys who, now that you can have that COVID year and a six year and you can yeah. be a super senior, like who's really going to take advantage of that. But we knew they had to build this linebacker room up. Like right now they only go about five or six deep. And we saw when Weeks got hurt and Mike Jones's kind of playing time has trended down a little bit in comparison to Baskerville and, and Greg Penn. And now you're playing Perkins kind of out on the edge. They don't have a lot of backers and um, especially guys who kind of are true Mike backers. And, and I, so I like the pickup in that regard. Um, do I think it's done for them even beyond a Carter? No, I won't be surprised if they see what happens with Baskerville. They see what happens, you know, whether it's the transfer portal, whatever else hits your team. Uh, and they don't then go revisit the linebacker spot in the off season. Uh, they did a year ago. They took weeks. They took Colby Fields. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get another backer in uh, to this class in addition to these two guys. But you didn't want to finish with just one high school guy and, um, the addition of Braithwaite makes sure that you've got a couple guys there in the middle, uh, which typically Matt House's defense will have two guys, two linebackers on the field uh, in that base package. We'll also note, Billy, um, you wrote about this, but he missed, I don't know how much of last year, but a good bit of last year. So a lot of teams were waiting to see kind of how his senior year looked. I know people had asked, you know, why is it A&M and Texas and all these schools offered him? Um, Baylor had gotten his commitment. And again, I won't – I wouldn't have been surprised that LSU not flipped him if other schools would have started warming up more as they saw him as a senior. Uh, but for me, and it might sound simple, I'll trust Dave Aranda and Matt House on linebacker evals. They're both very good defensive coordinators. Aranda's a head coach now, but both great DCs and both coach linebackers as a kind of position specialty and, and overlook that side of uh, position group on that side of the ball. So Aranda's as good as it gets when he was here. He made some great evals. I think House has earned his stripes from what we've seen him doing in-game with uh, just how the defense looks and certainly the play of the linebackers. Baskerville's plays gotten better and better. Perkins is coming along. So if they think he's the real deal, I I'm not really too worried about what his ranking is overall. I think, would you say, like a top 40 linebacker. So when, when you've got the Harold Perkins, those guys are going to steal the show. They're the real deal. But you need the Braithwaite's as well. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you mentioned those evals. Madhouse knows who he needs in the middle of that defense, you know, from a, you know, IQ and calling the plays and things like that. So um, obviously he feels good about that. Uh, you talk with him uh, when you do, uh, you really get a sense of a, of a young man who's got his head on his shoulders very, very well. Um, and, and so I'm looking forward to seeing him in person. Uh, it's worth also noting, you know, we'll drop a little sprinkle of a tidbit here for you guys. Uh, $1 for a year. And I'm not wearing it right now, but you get the Bengal Tiger Founders Club hat is, still. Is that the tidbit that it's a dollar to get the free hat? Absolutely. Honestly, we've That's had a good tidbit. I think 10 people off of our last podcast have subscribed. So thank you guys uh, for those of you who've jumped on board. We've seen people taking advantage of it still. They're going to go see Talsili Akana this week. Brian Polian is. Yeah, and today, Wednesday. And and we've you know kind of heard that they feel like he could play off the ball or on the ball. So a little bit of versatility there. He's somebody to kind of know in that linebacker type of spot as well um, for you guys. So as far as the tidbit goes, LSU is going to go see Talsili Akana on Wednesday. Brian Polian leading that recruitment. Please subscribe to the site. You'll get pretty much all the rest of the coaches stops on the road during this bye week. Uh, there's plenty uh, in terms of commits and targets and 
look, they've got to keep commit uh, recruiting these commits that they've got on board. So lots of tidbits, lots of reactions um, and, and prospect updates to come on the site. Yeah, and you'll actually be out at the game of uh, not just a current commitment, right, but also someone who we both think will be committed to LSU before signing day comes and goes. So good stuff to come this weekend. Yep, I'll be in Atlanta checking out um, LSU four-star defensive line commit Deron Reed on Thursday. Uh, excited to meet up with some subscribers Friday for breakfast, and then uh, that'll get me fueled up to go see four-star offensive lineman DJ Chester, who's uncommitted. So Wanted to get you guys a little emergency pod on this bye week uh, and and keep you guys a little entertained on your Wednesday afternoon drive home, potentially, if you're on the West Coast, I guess, by the time this gets put up, or uh, drive in on Thursday for work. So with that, Shay, thanks for jumping on board. Guys, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to TheBengalTiger.com as well as the Bengal Tiger YouTube page. Keep uh, sharing the podcast with all your friends if you like what you hear. And we will catch you guys next week. Uh, as of now, uh, with another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Hope everybody enjoys the bye and uh, catch you next week.